0: morning, everybody. It is Saturday, August 28, and there's a full slate in the USL Championship going into this weekend. Hope everybody had a good week. The, mi- the, the midweek games were good to us. They were good to us. Uh, we had, uh, what was I on? My two uh, The two games that I liked in the midweek were Oakland plus one and a half. That got there. Not only did they get there, they upset Phoenix three to one. My goodness, I was tracking that all night. Uh, while I was up in Jersey City at an event called Bet Bash. Um, and I would tell anybody who listened that I also got a little piece of them at 7 to 1 that, uh, that ended up coming, coming through. And then last night's, uh, I guess not a midweek game, but last night, a, a, a game that I covered in the midweek discussion, uh, I said I liked the over three, and uh, the match ends 3 2, um, and that works out as well. So. Um, yeah, nice little nice pair of wins going into uh, the weekend here. Okay, uh, let's see. Here we're gonna start with Hartford versus Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Pittsburgh last seen trouncing Atlanta two to. Or I'm sorry, uh, Atlanta two, United two four to one at home. Hartford got blanked by Miami two to nil on the road. Hartford have lost. Five on the road now, but they'll be hosting Pittsburgh here. Uh, They've been uh, a very much more capable side at home. These teams have played twice this season, most recently in July. The Riverhounds won three to one at home. Hartford hosted a one-to-one draw in May. I think the Riverhounds are the best side here, uh, but the price is not warrant a bet. Hartford should be good for a goal at home as well, and Pittsburgh has enough quality to do the same. So I like the both teams to score. Yes, at minus 125. Uh, I believe I found that at Caesar Sportsbook. Indy Eleven versus Real Monarchs. Indy Eleven played a played on Sunday, drawing 1-1. With Sporting Kansas City 2, Real Monarchs haven't played a game since August 7. Can you believe that? August 7, last time this side played. Uh, And in that match, they upset San Diego on the road 1-0. That's 21 days of rest for the Utah side. This will be the first time these two sides play each other ever. Not just this, this year. This is the first time these two entities, these clubs, play each other Both both of these sides have an underwhelming XG at 1.17 at at home for Indy and 0.71 on the road for Real Monarchs. Indy is too steep, and Real is priced just right on the money line. However, this should be a low-scoring, slower game, and Real should be nice and fresh and hopefully can control possession enough to find some chances to keep this at a draw or maybe one in their favor i'm actually going to take them on the goal line at at, uh, 0.75 or or, um, plus uh, 7.75 that's the asian line for half a goal and full goal Uh, you'll often find that uh, 0.5 comma uh, one right uh, because you're splitting your bet on the half goal full goal there birmingham versus louisville this game probably intrigues me the most. Uh, the Alabama side lost 2-1 to at home to Tulsa on Sunday. Blue City had a head-scratching nil-nil draw against OKC on the road on Sunday as well. I guess they did have a couple injuries in that game, but... Uh, I still think they should have come away with a the result there. Lou City beat Birmingham in June, 2-0 at home and also hosted a 1-1 draw in May. Birmingham is an above average side that plays well at home, but this and this line is probably priced right at +150 for Loose City, +180 for Birmingham. Louisville have a couple injuries in Wesley Charpy and Jonathan Gomez. Those are Good players, but I think there's enough quality on Louisville's side, and manager Danny Cruz is smart enough to know how to field a side that can either win or simply come away with one point. I don't think Lou City is losing this match. I am taking Luce City at a pick 'em or a draw-no-bet at minus 123. At worst, I think this pushes when you get our money back. Tampa hosting Charlotte. This will be a good match. Here's a match just to watch for some entertainment if you um – You might get a couple goals out of this. You might just watch a nil-nil draw. Either way, I think it'll be good to watch. Two solid sides going head-to-head here. Tampa is back in good form, having only lost one of their last six. Charlotte is in the same, but they've drawn one more than Tampa in that same stretch. Tampa was in Loudoun on Monday where they won 2-nil. Charlotte were... In uh, an exciting 3-3 draw hosting Colorado on Saturday. I took a little bit of Charlotte plus 420 yesterday because I knew the line would move. It sure did. It's uh, it's now gone below plus 300. Uh, it's where, where it should be. There's no strong angle otherwise. So um, if you saw my tweet yesterday saying, if you like Charlotte, get the plus 420 now because it won't be there. Um, otherwise, I think that's it. Um, you know. Turn it on if you want some some good soccer to watch. But otherwise, no other betting angle for me. Charleston versus Orange County. Charleston on eight days rest here. Last beating New York Red Bulls 2-3-2 in New York. Orange County upset San Diego 2-1 on the road on Saturday these clubs have not played each other since 2014. Orange County is 6-3-2 on the road with a goal differential of plus 8. Charleston has a similar record at home with a plus 4 goal differential. This is the first time this season either team will play a club from the other side of the country. That's right, this is the first time Charleston's playing a West Coast team. This is the first time Orange County's truly going out, out east. This is an evenly matched game with the away side that performs very very well on the road. I took Orange County at plus two thirteen. I think that anything at plus two hundred or better is worth a bet. This is one of those value plays where I just think if you play a thousand games, I think that wager wins more often than not. Uh, don't uh, don't scratch your head if this ends up in a draw. I'm like wait, why did I bet the money line? Uh, this is purely a uh, value bet on the money line there in a side that plays very well on the road. Um, Tolstoy. By the way, I'm I'm sure something you uh, have, and those of you that listen uh, have listened for weeks now, will notice. I choose different things like different metrics or angles or narratives to mention in each um, uh, in each game. One is to show the the, how many different approaches you can take into deciding on a match. Right, Um, a match could be sort of. You know, evenly matched or look look fair on everything, and then you find that one piece of data or that one uh, piece of form in either side. We're like, okay, there there's the angle there. I mean, to be honest, I don't have time to go <laughs> to explain every uh, to go every uh, over every data point on, on each one of these games. But the reason why I you know all of a sudden randomly in one game I'm talking about um, you know road performance with goal differential and stuff like that isn't because that's just where, where I look for that game. That's the piece of data that I think is is the difference maker. So um, that that's why each game uh, has a different narrative um, as I go over them. Tulsa versus Atlanta. Yikes, not a game I'm going to end up uh, watching. That will not be on my screens tonight, I can tell you that. Tulsa just played Wednesday, where they bested Memphis 2-1 at home. Atlanta played over the weekend, where they got routed by the Riverhounds 4-1. Tulsa's XGA at home, expected goals allowed at home, is 1. 3, 1. 1.3, 1.13, yet they've conceded an average of 1.75 goals per game. I don't think that's correcting itself against an Atlanta side that has caused some problems for some quality sides this season. The, these teams played twice this year, Atlanta winning both at home, First five the nil, then two one. Despite their record against Tulsa, they aren't consistent enough, especially on the road, for me to pull the trigger on the point or on the uh, plus two seventy five. If this floats ablo- above uh, plus three hundred, any point, I'll take a small piece for probability's sake. Uh, but otherwise, there's no play for me here. Oakland versus Tacoma, Oakland, Oakland. Oakland finally finding some real form. If anybody's watched their games this season, and I've seen plenty of them because I've had Oakland team total under in so many of them. um, I mean, those were sweats. Oakland under team totals were sweats, even in their like goalless streak of like four games or whatever it was. um, I mean, it was a sweat because they would control the ball. They would find quality chances. They just couldn't convert. And uh, you know, as I mentioned here, I was just determined to bet that under until they found ways to convert. And now they are. And and so, um, if anybody's watched these games, these these results aren't actually all that surprising when you look at the history of their um you know the results their for, their past fixtures. Sure, uh, it seems weird to watch a team fail for so long and then all of a sudden start doing well. But if anybody's watched their Oakland games. Um, this team creates chances. They just couldn't convert any of them. And now they are, and they upset Phoenix 3-1 to at home, not only covering the one point one and a half goals on the goal line, uh, but they were 7-1 to in a lot of places on the money line. Outstanding win for Oakland. They are now unbeaten in their last five. Tacoma also unbeaten in their last five and are coming off of two impressive road matches against Orange County and San Diego. Tacoma is on a week and a half rest here. These teams played not too long ago in the Northwest, where Tacoma won three to one. This should actually be a really good match. Now that Oakland has found good form, Tampa's Im- or I'm sorry, Tacoma's improving every week. Tacoma's quietly in the top half of the league. This, I mean, when I looked at the standings, I was like, "Holy smokes!" They they have quietly gone from bottom third to top half. Um, I took a little piece of Oakland at plus one eighty eight just for that number because I knew it was I knew it was going to be gone. It is now. I might – I don't know if I'm going to take anything back on Tacoma. I don't um, uh, – if I do, I'll probably just do that quietly. But I took that plus 188 because I know it wouldn't be there anymore. Um, And I do think Tacoma – I do think Oakland um, gets the – gets a little bit of the edge here um, with their home form. I think – I mean, the, the confidence they have to have coming off that Phoenix game, I don't think this is a letdown. Um and so I took that plus winity. It's long gone now. It's not that Oakland's not worth the price it is now. Uh, Tacoma to be on, I mean to be, to be completely honest, if I hadn't bet this game already, Tacoma would be the play now. Now that it's now that it's uh I think it's a it's a very close game that I do think a side will win. Um, and I think you can find Tacoma as high as plus 180 now. And I think that's, that's probably worth it, bet as well. So, um, otherwise, I mean, don't, don't force anything. Watch this game. This game should be fun to watch. Uh, ESPN plus for all the, uh, for if in case you didn't know, that's where you watch USL games, San Antonio versus El Paso. When I first saw this match, I was like, when was the last time San Antonio ever played? I don't even remember talking about them for weeks. And the answer is on August 8th. That makes sense. It has been weeks since I've had to talk about them. Um, uh, On August 8th, they beat RGV Rio Grande Valley 2-1. El Paso's last game was also against RGV, but it was just this past Saturday where they prevailed 3-1 at home. These two teams have played twice this year, once in both locations, and both times El Paso bested with a 2-0 win at home and a 2-1 win. In San Antonio, I think El Paso's defense at a a 1.02 expected goals allowed is just too good for San Antonio, and El Paso has the quality to get the goals themselves. I will respect San Antonio's long rest here and not bother with a money line play, but I am taking El Paso at pick'em or draw no bet at minus 124. Like the Louisville game, I think that this is a draw at worst, Uh, and in that case, we're just going to get our money back, but I think El Paso has the edge uh, with their quality. Colorado Springs hosting Austin. Colorado Springs coming off a 3-3 draw in Charlotte. Austin played midweek with a 1-1 draw against New Mexico at home. They've played twice this year. Colorado won 3-2 in Austin in June, and Austin won 2-1 at home in August. Colorado Springs' offense is just too good for Austin in a spot, in my my opinion. They boast a 1.78 expected goals at home against Austin's 1.4 expected goals against, or allowed, I should say, on the road. If you can find Colorado at plus money— Either on the money line or the goal line. Here's a good lesson if I haven't if I haven't driven this home. When you're looking at markets, when you're looking at the three-way market, right? The three-way market being a money line market with team A, team B, and draw, and then the two-way market with the goal spread, right? That's where you're finding the the plus zero, the plus half, the minus one, right? Like on uh, like a normal spread. Games like this. Where you have a team that is uh, chalky enough to possibly tip over that even money, right? Uh, So you can find Colorado right now from anywhere from like minus 110 um, to like plus 102 if you find the right spots. Look at the money line and look at what was what's probably going to be a half a goal favorite for Colorado. Those will be different prices, and make sure you're taking the better price. And uh, for instance, I see in one spot here. It's minus 105 on the money line, but it's plus 102 to lay half a goal. Those are the same bets. The same result wins those. Uh, it decides those two bets, but you're getting seven cents va- uh, more value taking that half a goal. So or laying that half a goal, I should say. Um, so make sure you're in those situations where the goal line is that half a goal. That you're looking at and you like and you want to take a side to win look at those two markets and make sure you're taking the best price um but i would take colorado at anything plus money here i think they're the better side uh i got them i think at plus 110 last night uh i'm also taking a piece of the over two and a half as the average game in colorado sees 3.89 goals and i just think austin isn't going to be able to slow down colorado here but they may even get one goal themselves i like the over two and a half Phoenix versus New Mexico. Phoenix got upset by three to one on Wednesday against Oakland. New Mexico split a pair of goals with Austin that same night. Phoenix is now winless in their last four. Uh, their last winning uh, the last win being a one 0 victory over Oakland almost a month ago. Uh, New Mexico is coming into this match having five straight draws. This will be the first match for the, for the two teams this year. Here's the play I like the most. Uh, in this in this match and it's the most uh it's the most creative bet of the weekend. Uh follow me if you want to sweat, but I think the payoff is huge. Uh and I think it's real I think the value's there. Hear me out on this. In their last three matches, New Mexico have scored first and in the first half um in those three matches. In their last Oh, I'm sorry. In 10 of their matches this year, they've scored first in 10 of them, nine of those being in the first half. New Mexico have only lost two times in the first half, meaning that uh, they've otherwise gotten a draw or a win. Phoenix Rising, of course, has had similar success in the first half over the course of the season, but... In three of their last five, they haven't scored first, uh, or they haven't scored before their opponent. And in four of their last five, they haven't even scored in the first, uh, the first half. So the two plays that I'm making here that I think have a really good value, and and honestly, are just going to be a fun sweat. I took New Mexico to win the first half at plus five hundred, and I and I found this uh, the second bet at Caesar Sportsbook, team to lead at halftime and not win New Mexico. Nine to one plus nine hundred. New Mexico has a very strong first half presence. Phoenix is struggling. I can definitely see New Mexico getting a goal in the first half. And they might even get the goal, they might even get the first goal among these two teams. Now, can Phoenix score in the first half too? Sure. The first half may end up being one one, nil nil. Both of these lose, whatever. But um I think at five to one, and then at nine to one for these two bets. Uh, I think that they're I think New Mexico has the chance to to compete with New Mex or with Phoenix and possibly best them in that first half. And New Mexico has drawn five uh, has drawn five matches uh, going into this. There's no I so that second bet of. Team to lead at halftime and not win that that cashes if this ends in a draw, if the, if the full time is a draw. And I can definitely see, especially at nine to one, uh, New Mexico finding a way to win at halftime and then conceding a goal in the second half, uh, and not winning the result. Um, of course it'll be funny. And so part of the reason why I have both of these is why I, I think both of them have value is if for some reason, New Mexico bests Phoenix, I will be upset that, <laughs> that just that nine to one lost. And that didn't, so I am also taking New Mexico to win the first half of five to one still think there's value there. Um, and then, you know, if that happens, then the nine to one just become, um, um, is just a, uh, a little bit of a bonus sweat, but that's where I'm going with this. I, you know, if uh, if if you don't have the risk tolerance for for a creative bet like this with the with the longer shots, but um, I think New Mexico to win the first half, considering the, uh, this this spots. Uh should probably be closer to like plus three fifty or something like that, right? So I think you're getting a dollar fifty of value on that line. Um I wouldn't know what the price, the the latter one, but to nine to one just seems too high. Um that should probably actually be closer to um, you know, seven to one, eight to one, something like that. So um all right. That's that's where I'm rolling with Phoenix New First New Mexico. Um that one's gonna be a lot of fun to watch, I think. Sacramento versus San Diego, last game of the Saturday uh, of tonight's game as well. Yeah, today is Saturday. Sacramento played last Saturday, getting a uh, point from Phoenix uh, in a uh, 0-0 draw. San Diego got upset by Orange County that same day. Uh, These teams played in July, settling for a 1-1 draw in San Diego. I think San Diego is circling the drain on their season, having lost five of the last seven and the only wins in that stretch were against Las Vegas and LA two. On the other side, Sacramento haven't even, haven't lost in their last seven wins and draws in their last seven. I took Sacramento plus one sixty two, but that game that line is long gone. Both teams have scored minus minus one twenty. I think uh, is worth a look as San Diego does manage manage to find the back of the net um, in most of their games. In fact, I think there's only like two that in this whole season that they haven't that they haven't scored. I think two or three. Uh, minus 120 is a ceiling on that though not a penny more um, I put it at minus 115 it's at minus 120 in most spots now um, but I think that's worth the bet I think I think you can see a pair of goals here but I think Sacramento prevails but um, the value on their side is gone uh, okay going into Sunday not a lot to do here uh, this, will, this will be quick Sporting Kansas City versus Memphis uh, SKC 2 played Sunday in a 1-1 draw against Indy. Memphis played midweek in a 2-1 loss in Tulsa. These teams have played twice, splitting results. Memphis won 2-1 in KC. KC one 3-2 in Memphis. I'm not going to bother much more with this because there's no angle to be had. There's no value on these lines, and this is not a game that I will uh, have on any of my four freaking screens that I have now <laughs> in my little watching area. Uh, I can guarantee you not one of them is going to have this game. OKC versus RGV, uh, the battle of the acronyms. OKC managed to get a point from a... 0-0 Nil-nil draw against Louisville on Monday. RGV played on Saturday in a three-one loss in El Paso. This will be the first match for these sides uh, playing each other this season. Both teams are in choppy form. OKC have scored, uh, failed to score in fifty percent of their matches at home. Can you believe that fifty percent of their matches at home? You're a fan, and in half, if you if you have season tickets, so far half the games you've been to at home. They have failed to score. It's not even lose. Like, like those are a lot of those are draws too, right? So like, yeah, it's um. I mean, at, very, at least Loudon <laughs> gives their gives their fans some goals when they lose. Fifty um, percent of their matches at home. Um, I'm sorry, fifty percent of their matches at home have been nil nil at the half, and forty percent of them at home have been nil nil at full time. I think RGV's defense is good enough to blank OKC's attack here. Um, I'm taking OKC under half a goal team total at plus 175. I just think that's too high for a team that fails to score at home this often against a um, RGV defense that is capable enough. Uh, I think that this should probably be closer to the plus 150, plus 145 range somewhere in there. So I think you are getting some uh, some value here. Miami versus New York. Uh, this is actually a really cool matchup that I won't have a bet on Um the Miami coming off of a nice 2-0 win uh, at home against Hartford. New York last played on August 20 in a 3-2 loss at home against Charleston. They last played in July in a 1-1 draw in New York. And then back in May where, they, where Miami won 1-0 in New York. Miami is clearly the better side. They've won their past seven home matches and have only lost one of their last 11. One of their last 11. Um, that was the last time they dropped um, where they uh, didn't get any points from a, ma- on a match. The best price I see on them here is minus one eighty six, and that's probably exactly where it should be. I mean, that's about the fairest line uh, you could have on this match, I think. If H, if this if this line moves right, so I'm recording this on a, on a Saturday, there have been some weird overnight moves. Sometimes I have noticed the market likes to take bigger underdogs um, because it's the USL, and I think. Um, Bigger underdogs historically have shown value. I just think Miami is too good in this spot. Um, coming off of really good form, uh, they're too strong. I think we're going to see some goals here. But if for some reason there's if there's some weird overnight line movement that that goes in favor of Miami, if this if I can get this at minus 165 or better. That's probably going to trigger a bet from me um, because I think Miami ultimately wins this game, and I think it's it's hard it's hard to imagine they don't. Um, but right now there's no bet. We'll wait to see if the market gets squirrely. Um, yeah, follow me on Twitter at football bet is life f u t b o l bet is life. Next week, next week I will be doing a Discord chat for the midweek games. So I I don't know if I will put out a um. I don't know if I'll put out a podcast, but I will do a midweek uh, handicap on Discord. I'll I will send out a Discord link for people to join if you'd like. Um, it'll likely be uh, it'll likely be Tuesday, um, and that'll probably it'll probably be Tuesday evening. Which will give us an opportunity to handicap uh, the Wednesday games with lines that'll be out, and then we can talk about probably the Thursday and uh, Thursday and Friday games, sort of um, you know with ne- you know without the lines, but um, hopefully discuss uh, opportunities that'll be there. By the way, Tampa Bay on on next Friday hosting Oakland. I mean, how good of a match is that now? I mean, a month ago, that seemed like just like a like who cares. But now with Oakland in good form, having bested Phoenix, like one of the best teams in the league, that game's super intriguing now. Um, man, I love the USL a lot of fun. Okay, uh, more information on uh, the Discord chat probably happening Tuesday. Uh, follow me on Twitter for that information. Thank you for listening. We'll be back. Uh, well, we'll be back uh, mid uh, Tuesday with the little Discord chat talking about next week's games. Probably no podcast. Next next podcast will probably be on Friday talking about next week's games. All right. Good luck with any of your bets this week. Bye.